Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit back, relax, because it's time for My My Ship Ship Story. Story. (laughs) That was terrible. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show today. We're excited from the photography department, Photogs, uh, Mark Switzer. And uh, before we get to Mark, let's check in with uh, Brad and Eric and see what's going on in uh, their neck of the woods. Brad, what's happening? Not a lot, but um, I finally figured out my headphone thing. These people are not a sponsor of the show or anything, but um, I got my podcast equipment uh, from an online place called Sweetwater, and they are so great. They check in with me that everything worked. I'm set up and I know how to use everything. So I'm thinking today, well, we've got this podcast tonight and I'm having trouble, you know, hearing myself with these headphones. So I think I'm going to call this guy. He sent me an email and he said, if you ever have any questions on anything, call me. I'm going to call this guy. So I get on online and I'm looking at him and reading his, his background and he sound engineer and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, this is the dude I need to call. So I call him and I'm like, yeah, or I, I think I'm going to call him, but I'm going to wait for just a little bit. All of a sudden my phone rings. It's him. Huh. He's calling me. He's, He's tracking like, hey. you. I guess. I don't know. And he's like, hey, Brad, I was just checking in with you to see if everything was okay. I was just getting ready to call you. (laughs) I found out that I can plug my headphones into the microphone and that way I can hear myself. And it's made all the difference. That's why I was sorry, Mark. I was a little late, but I was trying to get all this stuff figured out and all my all my settings and stuff. Wow. I mean, I can hear myself, but I never thought of doing that. I could do the same thing. I, your microphone no. has a plug for your earphones. Yeah, it has a two it has a two you know prong. So one goes for the microphone, the other one is for headphones. But I've been plugging mine into the laptop. I didn't yeah. really even think about doing too, that. Too. But anyway, if you if you guys anybody ever needs anything, don't start another podcast. But <laughs> if you do need any any musical equipment or uh, headphones, high end uh, high end musical equipment, high end recording stuff, Sweetwater. They're, they're, they're fantastic. I've had, are they local to you there? No, 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 no. They're online. They're online. I think they're in Ohio or someplace like Eric, what's going on up in Nashville? Nothing much. Just had a super busy day with all sorts of real estate stuff. Well, Hey, everything sounds great. Well, let's get on with the show and let's bring Mark Switzer today from the photography department, AKA photogs. Everybody know the photogs. Everybody's either been uh, passed out in their hallway or in their cabin or they may have taken uh, blackmail pictures. I don't know, but we're going to find out. So uh, welcome to the show, Mark. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Hi, Mark. How are welcome you? Welcome aboard. I know Brad won't remember. We worked together, Brad. We did. We we did, yes. Um, Sovereign, I believe. Nope. Oh, no, Majesty. Majesty. Nope. There you go. Yes. Well, maybe. So, Mark, when did you work on the Majesty? Because way back when I was telling these guys... I used to work in the photo gallery for a little extra money. When you guys would shoot in the um, in the dining room, you needed somebody to cover down yes. in the photo gallery. And I used to work in the photo gallery until the captain said, no more of that happening. I don't want officers down there. <laughs> well, I'm curious, Mark. So how do you how did you remember we worked together? Did you just remember me or was there did did you see something that triggered the memory or <laughs> probably well, I, a photo? Yeah, I went through my blackmail folder. And I'm like, oh, uh, he looks familiar. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'd rather than reach out to you, you guys reached out to me. So, you know, 
I'm sure my check will be in the mail shortly. Um, <laughs> sure, but, uh, sure. No, just actually it was true. After listening to um, Sam's podcast, I actually sat down over the last two weeks and listened to every single podcast while I was driving. It, it just got me back into like looking through people's photographs online. And that's when I realized, hey, hang on a minute. You look very familiar. We're glad and, you didn't um, fall asleep listening to the to the other stories. <laughs> well, you know, some of them, they do bring back some great memories. And they do bring back some reasons for me to look through photographs and see if I got paid for them. You know, <laughs> it's, it's it, it is great memories. So many, so many people bring it up that, you know, it, it's such a unique experience and, I mean, for someone like me from a small little country, getting to see the world, even though it was only two and a half years, it was like a phenomenal experience. My son just turned 18 two months ago, and he's like, Dad, when can you get me on a ship? So <laughs> I've already reached out to the powers to be, and they're like, as soon as he's 21, put him on the end of the pier and tell him jump. Listening to stories and other people on your podcast saying, hey, remember this? Like when Todd came on, I'm like, oh, my God, just like so many memories with Todd. And um, it's, it's just funny how memories start flooding back and you got to pull the car over and go, oh, my God, did I do that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great. You, you hear stories about yourself and I'm like, oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. you know, so that, that is scary. But again, we've got the proof. They don't. Well, hey, let's start at the very beginning. And Mark, uh, uh, before we get to your ship stories, tell us kind of how you got on ships in the first place and what were you doing before, right before that? And Well, originally I'm from Dublin, Ireland. Graduated high school, you know, in a miserable time back in the 80s over there and realized that I didn't want to hang around there. So went back to college for marketing and design and ended up actually over in London um, as a photographer. Um, worked for a small little company you probably heard of, Madame Tussauds. They do the waxwork figures. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I ended up working in Piccadilly Circus for their music department uh, called Rock Circus. It was a whole big animatronic show with all the top stars at the time. Worked in there and, you know, unfortunately we had a small gentleman that you probably heard die while I was there called... Uh, Freddie Mercury. And, okay. you know, so we were wondering the department was suffering a little bit and they figured out well, how can we make a little bit of extra money? So myself and actually a good friend, um, Tony, who worked also in the same department, you know, decided, hey, why don't we stick the waxwork of Freddie Mercury out front and photograph everybody with it? Why not? You know, the people coming in, Freddie Mercury, photographs started to boom the business and the money was getting good with that being said you know they then as big companies do decided to merge some departments and my management job went to assistant manager which i wasn't very happy with because you know we brought the money in that being said yeah, i gave him an so. ultimatum you know i told him that's it you, you give me back my position my paycheck or i quit i'm gonna melt so, it freddie yeah, so they did turn around and say, well, that's a shame. We're going to miss you. <laughs> so, you know, the old story, there's me walking the streets of London thinking, now what? Ironically, two days later, Tony, who I worked with um, over there in London, um, actually called me. He was already on the ships. And he said, hey, you looking for a job? So obviously he knew something I didn't know. So, you know, I applied in London. And three, four weeks later, I'm on a plane flying down to Miami. First ship, the Sovereign. What year was that? I believe it was 92 into 93 on the Sovereign, 90, then 94 to 5 on the Majesty. When I'm one of the people that yeah, don't remember the dates. Back yeah, in so the good I, old days. So we must, we must, uh, I must have just missed you because I think we just swapped. I went from the Majesty to the Sovereign. 
And I think I left the Majesty in 93, mid or late 93 is when I left uh, Majesty and went to Sovereign. Yeah, we could have crossed. Let's let's hear some ship stories. Let's just jump right into it and tell us uh, your ship stories. Well, good evening, everybody. I'm Mark Switzer, and this is my ship story. One or two of them. Um, I, I know when you had Todd Gockley on a few a few weeks ago, or is that a few months ago? Because I listened to all the podcasts in one go. Been um, I think a few bottles of tequila um, time. But um, he, he did bring up a little bit of a story about the photographers. I think we were sort of known a little bit for some of the parties we used to throw in the dark room. Yeah, you were. You know, yes. yes. Three or four days long. And, you know, when you had a cabin with no porthole and you had a dark room with no windows it was probably three or four weeks long who cared but um we we did get into a little bit of trouble every now and then as photographers i think we were one of the few people on the ship that were allowed to be drunk when we worked you know with pirate night you know i I don't think any of the captains could possibly have believed we were sober doing that job (laughs) you know i've got photographs where you know we're taking pictures of ourselves at the dining room doors and, and we're having more people fun than the people behind us waiting you know what i mean yeah. it's just ridiculous and people are i just remember one night where somebody was joking around and they had a bottle of wine they hadn't finished at the uh, dinner and they're like oh if you're a pirate this is your drink and i just took it put the whole bottle back and <laughs> the bottle on the ground threw it down and they were like oh okay You've done that before. <laughs> that was that was a good bottle of wine. I'm like, I know. That was a really good <laughs> bottle of wine. But um, it's going to pick back more, up later after I start drinking hard liquor. That's it. We were allowed up dancing under the stars. It was the same night. We were straight up on deck and we were bombed. There's no question about it. We were out of it. But unfortunately, that was part of the job. We had to, you know, we had to entertain. One of the things we were, we did get noticed for was um, we did have the crew, the crew show where we did do a little bit of a dance. I don't know if any of you guys recall. I don't know if it was Mike Murphy that we were talking to or someone. I was talking to somebody and they were like, yeah, but what about the photographer's crucial part that, that, you know, that bit that they did? I can't remember that. I, I don't know if I, because we had to work the crew shows, like we had to do the spotlights and stuff and we were, you know, half in the bag um, doing spotlight, but tell us about your number because that's a, that's a pretty famous number. I think. It is. There, there is still some photographs and video floating around. Um, I know I've got one on my phone um, just so I can deny it. It got wind that we were doing a dance on the stage and some of the photographers were all game for it. And then we had a, a shoppy in there too, Gary and another couple of people because some of the photographers obviously wanted to take pictures and had to work. But uh, we did the balloon dance where, you know, you basically just covered each other with balloons and yourself and and that was your that was your costume <laughs> but uh, but the captain caught wind of what was going down and he did pull the uh, chief photog up and say hey listen you know what i hear what's happening and that ain't happening so we were given a bit of a dressing down before the show so we went out you know tidy whities and balloons and i guess from the crowd you you couldn't see so well that there was tidy whities on and the crap that they, they the audience was just going crazy. So we were behind stage and everybody wanted an encore and we're like, ah, what the hell? So all the tidy whities went flying across the stage. We all came out with just balloons. So when Todd told the story, he says, I think they had tidy whities on. Ah, Todd, you didn't stick around for the finale. You know? <laughs> so um, 
It wasn't just balloons. That, that doesn't sound like Todd. No, no kidding. There was skin <laughs> slapping against skin running across. Either the that stage. or he ran around backstage. He was probably picking up the whiteies. We, we ended up just dancing with the balloons. And then one of the girls, Sue from Australia, the photog, she would come up with a cigarette and pop the balloons while we were dancing. So eventually we were all about, about eight of us just left standing on stage, cupping ourselves, running out. And of course, we, we did get a bit of a... Here's a, here's a Sam Evans story now, a bit of a bollocking for that from the staff captain. <laughs> Anybody um, getting any, like a written warning or anything? Or Well, I don't know what I, the chief photographer, I think, might have been Andy or Nick. I'm not quite sure, but we got a bollocking from him. Yeah, we'll need a snippet of that video. Yeah, uh, well, if I can find a video, I got the picture. Pictures Again, and video. Yeah, I'll have to edit that before we can, you know put that up online but yeah. um that, that was definitely yeah, no, a fun no no editing no editing just oh, no editing oh, no. okay oh, what the hell we're yeah, good yeah just put it out there statue well, of limitations I need, I need is to gone edit me just a little bit the pasty white guy with the is, are they his balloons or are they his but anyway you know i was like <laughs> You know, it's it was it was a lot of fun. It was it was a good time. Dark room parties where I think we were famous for them too. I don't know if, if any of you were on the sovereign for the uh, never heard oh, of that. Oh, the dark room parties. Oh yeah, I remember. I came yeah. back from vacation at one stage. I went into my cabin, wanted to get a few hours should I before we started um, taking embarkation photographs. And I walked in, and I must now you remember the size of our cabins. Mm-hmm. You know, I walked in, and there must have been 30, 40 cases of beer in there. And I just looked at them like, oh my God, why is there so much beer here? And they're like, oh, we called in some debts. I'm like, oh, when's the party? You know, and they were like, Tuesday. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So as you know, we got we got cabin inspected that week. Of course, we didn't. Oh. You know, staff cabin door flies open, and you know when the officers walks in, just has a look. And of course, we, yeah, we're, we're hiding it with towels. Didn't work. They pulled the towels down. And they just looked, and they're like, "Okay, writing it down." So we we got called up uh, to the staff captain later on that day, and he's like, "Okay, they counted." 30 whatever cases of beer in your room. 30 cases of beer. You know, and like you say, (laughs) we could just about fit ourselves in the room. So he's just, I forget which captain it was, but he he has his up and he goes, okay. He says, it's a bit excessive. And he's like, when's the party? (laughs) (laughs) And of course we're like, I don't know. I just got my Whenever you say, sir. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, when when can you show up? But uh, it was a real case of trying, you know, trying to tell the captain, uh, no, there's no party. We're just we're, we just drink that, you know. But um, I promise you, it'll be gone by the in two days. It'll be gone. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but so you need to invite the staff captain, so that yeah. way you won't get any problems whatsoever. Yeah, well, you know, we just heavy equipment down there, so that yeah. much alcohol going through the system. Which is not unusual, but he didn't know that. We, we we were always used by you know by the captains and the staff captains. You know when when they picked the pretty girls for the table shots. You know we were specifically told make, make sure you tell me to get closer. Make sure you tell me to put my arm around them. You know we were definitely under advice from them to make sure they were getting as close to those girls as they could. And you I'll know, keep we, this one in my pocket, sir. That's and it. We we were just following orders. You know we we got to do our job. 
you know, it's, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So I gotta, so I gotta ask now going, being that you guys were processing all the photos, obviously yeah. for the cruise and the, and the theme nights and everything, tell us some of the weird and wild photos that you saw or went through, or, um, you guys didn't process any photos from passengers or anything, did you? Oh, Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, they, remember passenger they, film too. They, they oh, yes. used to process passenger film and crew film. Crew oh, used to drop off film too. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. both passengers. So what? So what's some of the film crazy film stuff that you that has gone through your eyes? Well, you know, no, nothing that you wouldn't find on Pornhub anymore. But um, <laughs> but you know, at at the time, yeah. I mean, I, we we used to laugh because, of course, you, you go through them to make sure the quality was good. The quality that printing now not the quality of what was in the picture i remember one particular lady on the sovereign she used to cruise back to back she'd come back every few weeks with a younger gentleman and different one every time and cruise yeah there was some stuff we didn't really want to see but (laughs) you really had to check the quality of your own work and sometimes you'd want to hand them over to the guy and go dude come on it's a free cruise seriously <laughs> but um yeah we we would get we would get some yeah some stuff some stuff that would make your eyelashes curl did you ever uh, um, see any photos that you were like, this has got to go to the captain or this has got to go to the authorities or? Ironically, not on the ship. No, I, I didn't see any working in London. Absolutely. But uh, on, on the ship, I, I mean, if anything came through from crew that was ever questionable, we're not going to say a word to crew. But um, did you go to the crew member? Hey, buddy, here, uh you, you might want to check these out. It was usually with another crew member or a passenger, but there was never anything that looked underage or anything like that. Oh. But it was, it was definitely a case of, yeah, take these quick, you know, <laughs> you, 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 I, I want them out of here. But um, yeah, there was definitely some questionable stuff. But that also surprises me because, I mean, they know that you guys are going to look at the photos. I don't, I don't think a lot of them did. I don't think a lot of them what did they think the thought process was going to be? Like, the I don't think a lot of didn't look at I the don't photos. Think it went through their mind. I don't think it went through their mind. There was a lot of other things going through their mind at the time. Trust me. Yeah. Did you do you think that they that they knew that that somebody was going to see all of those photos? Do you think that? Was- yeah. I, I mean, if I had taken one of those type of pictures, like I had pictures developed by the photogs that were more like party photos, and they were like. And I look back through them and I'm like, you know, they're always drunk. My camera was always drunk pictures, everything. And so like there's pictures of doing like uh, shots, belly button shots. And there's all sorts of stuff like that. And, um, you know, remember we used to do all sorts of shots off of each other and people and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. I mean, I never thought those were that bad, but I mean, I never, (laughs) I never sent in any pictures, any like, you know, nude pictures or anything of i mean i just wouldn't we may have done that on are you sure yes i'm sure i mean i'm just checking the box here (laughs) (laughs) oh no i thought of it (laughs) so what's a dark room party you've never been to a dark room party that was basically our dark room that just we partied for days it was just yeah they processed the film oh in the in the dark room yeah and then every few minutes somebody would scream going dark everybody at the stand where they were Hold our drinks tight. The lights would go off. We'd change a roll of paper, shut the door, turn the lights back on, and the party would start back up again. Uh, oh, so you were you were actually changing process. You were process- uh, we were still working. <laughs> <laughs> we were. Sorry. The yeah. people in the know would go into the cutting room because we would just slam the door and yell, "Going dark!" 
and you couldn't open that door. Somebody opened that door, no matter how drunk they were, they they got the crap beaten out of them because we'd have to start a whole roll of paper again. Oh, wow. See, the, the good thing about the dark room, it was usually down pretty deep down below and so like you know staff captain those people nobody was no security is really going to go by down there and you're not bothering employees or other people with noise so you could have a party down there and it was a great spot to have parties some photographers used to brew their own beer and they kept it down in the dark room i heard of that that wasn't us but i I, but i did i did hear of that yeah they used to make their own stuff because i remember i can't remember his name now who the 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 chief the chief photographer was the photo, photo manager but i remember he, he like showed us where he was brewing the stuff that wouldn't surprise me in the slam sure there wasn't just beer <laughs> that's so wild <laughs> well that's true sure it wasn't just beer when we uh you know we'd go to the parties you know we'd have the crew staff parties which would go into the dancer parties and then the casino parties and you know you go to all these different you know uh parties and the first couple of times, you know, we're like, all right, let's go down. To, and, and half the time, some of the crew staff, are, oh, you're going to, to the photog parties. That's that's going to be dangerous. That's going to not be good. <laughs> and we're like, whatever. OK, we go down there and there is more than a few of those parties that the four of us couldn't handle at all. And we're like, can't. I would say that the serious. two most. Yeah, I'd say the two most dangerous departments were casino. photographers and casino. Those were the mm-hmm. two that. If you got, you know, you got close to somebody and used to hang out with them all the time, it was trouble because just the amount of drinking, as much as we even we drank, but it just kind of extended the night even further. Because yeah. like as a purser, we started early, usually because we had to get up early, but photogs and casino started late. So if we start early and then moved over to casino and photographers, it was you were in for a long night. We did have, we did have one crew member, unfortunately, not wake up from the party yeah unfortunately found a nice slab down below further down the deck and i think uh, uh wow a few months later a passenger too yeah passenger oh. had partied with us and you know opened the bars and yeah. gone back to his room and he was carried off the ship too we, I, which was a real bummer because we didn't sell as long as it wasn't a photograph that is so dark <laughs> but i don't know if you, if you actually remember the time on the sovereign where the uh, pregnant lady had to get um airlifted yeah the coast guard came through like flew out and had to airlift her off she was having a pregnancy we stopped and people were like oh we've been stopped for hours what's going on and they're waiting for the helicopter so i know the video crew had to videotape it and we had to photograph it so we were up on the uh top deck taking the pictures of it and you know the, the next like that night people were like oh what happened and you're just explaining oh it was a bit of a medical issue oh do you have any pictures <laughs> i was gonna say you want to see <laughs> look look at this one this again we only got paid commission we no paycheck commission was how we got paid so of course we'd open the folder like we've got this one or we got the, we got the uh five by seven we have the bigger eight by ten it's only 19.99 before we knew it we were we were selling Dozens oh, of dozens of them. It's like, <laughs> oh my gosh. You know, it's I, like, I want the picture uh, looking straight up at the la- up in her skirt of her being. Yeah. Up, but. Yeah. I mean, as soon as we realized, we were like, okay, go print, you know, print those puppies. There's always, as you know, the morgue wasn't always empty. There was a time mm-hmm. where the photogs did have to go down and sit the guy up and take pictures with him. That was, you know. Really? Oh, what? <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, you know what? Oh, for we, real? We got, we, we got to get them in pictures. 
you know. And, and did you it, sell those too? Well, we tried, but it was a bit stiffer as well. And, you know, but um, <laughs> no, of course they, they were. They didn't go out. You know, <laughs> go out. So I'm know? curious: Did the medical department ever call you in to take photos of people that had passed away? No, no, we, we did on a lot of occasions, though, with because we were going through the uh, Cuban crisis. We would always yeah. have to document the uh, the uh, rafts and the people right. coming on board. Because I, I remember, well, one of you guys were on the ship with us at the time, but Carnival were very well known for detouring away from rafts when they picked them up on their equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Royal Caribbean would always... Always stop and pick them up. So I was, I always thought that Carnival was kind of like a punk for doing that. And like, you know, they didn't care or something, but, and now uh, I think it was Eric that was saying, well, during that time, if you pick them up meant that you had to take them back and ship them back to Cuba. Carnival was probably, you know, on their side. Sorry, we got to leave you, but we don't want to ship you back. And here we are. Let's pick them up and take them back. So yeah, that you know, happened Carnival. while the second time around in the, when I was in the majesty, what was that? 94, 95, I think, or maybe it was sovereign. I don't remember, but it was while I was on board that Clinton was president and they changed the rule that if you pick somebody up, you had to send them back. And the coast guard came and picked them up. And that was a big group of people. I think it was like 20 people that we had on board that got picked up. I mean, we were, I mean, anybody who sailed in the Caribbean in those years, in the early nineties, we were picking up people right and left. We also had a lot of people that would, in Grand Cayman would stow away. So as you know, when we were in Grand Cayman, we had to tender uh, to the ship from the land to the ship. And so what they would do is they would wait till it started pouring down and they would just mix in with everybody else who was running to try to get on the ship. Mm-hmm. And then once they got on the ship, cause they used to check the cards, your, your passenger card at the um, on land, not when you got to the ship, cause they didn't want to hold up people coming into the ship. And so they would just once they got on the tender, they made it, and then they just yeah. stowed away for the rest of the rest of the week. I don't know if any of you remember the time the guy broke the window on the jewelry store in the Sovereign, grabbed the jewelry out of the window, and ran. Really? Where did he think yeah, he was going to go? Back to his cabin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. So yeah, and gotta be kidding me. the damage, and yeah, genius, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and you think there's no cameras around that are going to at least catch shove it. it in a backpack and put a brick on it and. Throw it off the side. <laughs> there you go. With a set of keys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. No, I had never heard of that. I'm assuming he was caught. Absolutely yeah. he was caught. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we, we would, as you know, you said you worked the gallery, you you'd know people would come down constantly, and it's like um we would take the dining room photographs. Right. Like we we would go into the dining room, and you remember how many passengers that would hold. Three of us yeah, would go yeah. to that dining yeah. room, and by the time They'd finished dinner. We had to have that entire dining room finished with singles and couples and tables. And wow. uh, so we, we would run in there. We would fly in there, get it done, and get downstairs and have them up and printed overnight and on the wall for breakfast the next morning. And it was hilarious. People would always come over. Um, so where's my picture? We'd be like, it's it's broken down into dining rooms. So, you know, Kismet first sitting, Kismet second sitting, you know, and so... That's where you'll find them. They're like, okay, so how will I find my picture? Look for your face. Classic. They'll Classics. be like, well, was your wife in it with you? They're like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, look for your wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great idea. You know, look for yourself, you dummy. But um, and, I, and I can honestly say I can vouch for that question because I did get that question as well. 
Yeah, that was yeah. That, that was crazy. And we were, as you know, there was there was no digital at the time. Every every photograph was printed by eye. Every photograph was cut by hand, um, and they were numbered on the back with red and blue pens. But what pre- people probably didn't know is every picture that we took on thirty five millimeter on those ships, we rolled those films ourselves. They didn't come pre rolled. We had to. Oh, really? We rolled every roll of film ourselves. So when we're doing running around in the in the uh, taking pictures, we know that each roll should hold thirty eight to forty pictures. And if somebody didn't count their rolls right when they were winding the film, and you somebody gets left out. <laughs> well, you go to to uh, wind it on, and then you break the film because it's too short. Oh, uh, you, you you've got to stop what you're doing, run to the dark room, take that film out put it aside, get back to the dining room before they're finished eating. So, you know, I mean, we, we, we took thousands upon thousands of pictures. We rolled each roll of film ourselves. Yeah. Now I got to say, like looking at the hundreds of thousands of photos that you guys took, like the, uh, and every photographer, like, you know, to see all of the stuff perfectly in focus and nice and the backgrounds and the quality and everything for what you guys are running around doing this and doing that, photographing all the dining rooms and stuff. I'm drinking. And you guys did a, a fantastic job and probably half of you at least were probably, you know, half a bottle in or something, but <laughs> yeah, I, I do got the size I, of the bottle. <laughs> yeah. I got to say, I, I went a couple of times with a, a couple of the photographers into like Jamaica and stuff like that. And uh, doing the like long exposure of the waterfalls that create mm-hmm. the smooth stuff. And just, it was, it was fun to see you guys doing your own thing. No, there, there was some very, very uh, creative photographers. Some that I still, still in touch with to, the, to this day, uh, Christian Fournier, who worked on the ships. Oh my God, forever. Um, he, he's now one of the head photogs for L'Oreal Paris. Oh, wow. now, great guy doing mm-hmm. some great stuff all over Facebook. I want to be um, as uh, tell him I want to be a second just for like you know a, a week. Yeah, no, no kidding. I mean, some of his work is, is amazing. I actually went over to Paris and did a secret hidden camera proposal for my wife that he had organized. I, I contacted him from here and I said, "Hey, listen, I want to do a proposal to my wife under the Eiffel Tower. Let's do it. Let's let's set it up." So of course he just sends me. You know, the cost, and I'm like, oh, Jesus. Okay, <laughs> you know, let, let's do it. You know, I was like, so we, we'd hired like 12 Thanks. Um, Thanks, 12 buddy. actors. Buddy, old friend of mine. You know, 12, we'd hired 12 actors to propose to her in French under the Eiffel Tower, you know, before I came along and proposed. It was, a, it was a lot of fun, but it just goes back to, you know, meeting people on the ship that just become lifelong friends, you know. I mean, you at the drop of a hat, yeah, what do you want? You know, let, let's let's do it, you know. But um, a lot of the photographers were very creative, the nighttime shots of the ships. And this was all back before drones and, you know, oh, they yeah. were, getting, you know, they were getting into helicopters and uh, planes to take photographs of the ships leaving um, Miami and, and everything like that. And they, they were big sellers, the Centrum photographs. Mm-hmm. People bought photographs of stairs. Come on. and you're saying we're half a bottle in i'm curious i don't know what happened to all the pictures that nobody bought what'd you do with them oh well we always told them we recycled them but anybody with brains knows it's it's paper with chemicals so they just got eventually sent shoreside and burned yeah there was nothing you could do with them um, so you you just packed them all up and and they went off the ship boxed them up and on embarkation day yep you didn't yep. like put them yeah. in the compactor on the ship and, and, you know, when they were throwing them overboard. Well, yeah, but we, we would sprinkle, they were turned into 
confetti and thrown over the edge for you know for sail away. So Mark, yeah. let's let's move on to some other stories and tell tell us about how you met your passenger wife um, and uh, that whole that whole thing. Well, that was a good story till we got divorced. So let's go there. <laughs> <laughs> and are you still in New Jersey? Still in New Jersey, two kids up okay. here. She's somewhere over there, some also. Yeah. But um, no, no, she she came cruised, you know, with her family. She was uh, <laughs> sixteen, um, oh. and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think she just turned seventeen. Actually, did you check her ID? In no, our, we, in our we couldn't podcast. do that because. Because, uh, you know, her mother was everywhere with her. So it was like, you know, we just, you know, it was a it, it was a nicer story. It was just pen pals after that and no, no, nothing going down on this ship. But, uh, yeah, I ended up getting off the ship. And getting off the ship, that's that's a story to end up coming up to New Jersey. Um, I did that from the Majesty because, as you know, we get a C1D visa coming from Europe, which is, you know, a Siemens visa. Um, so we're technically not allowed in America. We're allowed we're supposed to leave the country right yeah, away. Yeah, airport to ship, ship to airport. So um, that's all we had. So I wanted to go on vacation in the states to go visit. The only way we could do that was to get a B two visa. And fortunately, I was on the Majesty at the time, so to get a B two visa meant in Jamaica going to Kingston. Oh, I used to arrange those trips. Yeah, I, no, I used to arrange those trips all the time. We probably I. Probably yeah. arranged that for you. Oh, I yeah. could strangle yeah. one of you two then. Yeah, that was a nasty ride. That oh, was, I know Lord. so many people used to get sick on that ride going over the mountains yes. to get over to Kingston. And the drive was, it was like a two to three hour drive and it was just twisty, turny. I had to stop all the time. Yeah, but what genius decided to have no air conditioning in the bus? Windows? You, know, was, you couldn't open the windows? Well, you couldn't close the windows. <laughs> But it, it was a horrible drive. It was a hard. Just remember doing it, driving to it. That was a horrible, horrible drive. We we get all the way over there, get to the American consulate. You know, well, before we go over, of course, we have to have a beer to settle our stomach, um, as you do. <laughs> and then you go over to the American consulate, and it's amazing because some of these guys in the bus, this was their fourth or fifth trip, and they still hadn't got a visa because oh, by wow. the time they'd get there, it might be too late because the consulate would say, okay, we got enough for the day, we're done. So we got there, and the consulate looked at us and said, okay, done, not taking any more people in, finished, all right, you know, close the door. So everybody just turns around. I mean, the people who've done it before are used to it, off to go to the bar, eat lunch. I'm like, no, I'm not doing that trip again. So I just went up to, uh, I, I guess it's the, uh, the the Marines who stand guard out front. So I, I just went up and said, hey, did you see John? Who's John? John from the ship. He was here. He's not here anymore. We're leaving. The ship's leaving. Did you see John? And he's like, who's John? You can leave. We got to find John. He goes, okay, well, I saw him going in. Let's go in and look for John. He goes, okay. So this big military statue goes in in front of me and we're, he's running around, John, John, John. So I, I just head off to one of the rooms. You stuck out? Yeah, he, he's still looking for John, whoever the hell John is. <laughs> and I walked up to one of the windows and I just sat down. And uh, one of the people behind the counter would just walk past and they just turned around and went, are you being looked after? I'm like, no, oh. I was told to sit here. By who? I'm like, the guy that was here? John? And they're like, yeah, they're, they're like, well, what are you here for? I says, I'm here for the visa. They're like, oh, Give me your paperwork. Let me see. All right, go around the back. You had to go around the back then, and they'd hand it out through a little slot in the window. I went around about an hour later, handed it to me. Boom, done. Go back to the bar, and they're like, where were you? We are all like three beers in. I'm like, I got a visa. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my God. So, I mean, I ended up getting a visa because of some guy called John. 
<laughs> but um, a few weeks later, I was getting off the ship permanently. I don't know who used to, as we got off the ship, uh, immigration would do your paperwork. Yeah. And we were, as you noticed, hundreds getting off there, rushing the paperwork, boom, 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 done, finished. I get on an airplane, head off to New Jersey. And I'm, I could, you know, the time to get my paperwork in order over here. So I go to um, get my social security number and get all the things that I need done. And I'm sitting in the social security office and she keeps calling somebody, Kingston, Kingston, Kingston. And I'm like, I wish this fucking guy Kingston would answer. So she turns around and goes, Mr. Switzer. I'm like, oh, that's me. She goes, why aren't you answering when I say Kingston? I'm like, because my name's not Kingston. One of the geniuses on the ship put down my first name as Kingston instead of Mark because I got my visa in Kingston. Do you know it took like four years to fix that? Oh, my God. I, I couldn't get a social security number. I couldn't get a driver's license. <laughs> I, I, oh was, my god it was it was just a changes change your name to kingston well it would have been yeah. easier but halfway there it it, it it dawned on me but I, you Gosh, know, I hope that one. wasn't me that did that <laughs> <laughs> it was somebody it could have been it could have been <laughs> and you guys you got hundreds of people lining up at the bank and you got to get it done but thanks <laughs> <laughs> like that's an excuse so, Mark, before we uh, wrap up our time here, do you have any other stories that uh, you've got written down in your notes? Yeah, I got a, I got a quick one, <laughs> like the last one was. <laughs> no, I don't know if you ever heard of um, uh, the nights in San Juan, when we'd all head out in San Juan, a few drinks, and, you know, start yeah. at the bar, and we'd head up to Lasers or maybe, you know. The, <laughs> lasers. Um, lasers. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Or the Hawaiian yeah. hut. I spent a lot of time at Laser, and I don't know where else. I usually don't remember. I do remember Laser because that's where we went a lot, but I don't remember where else we went. I just, by that time, I was too drunk to remember where we were at. Yeah, no, we'd start off Hawaiian hut, go out for a laugh, then we go down like pool, Hawaiian hut, Laser, and then uh, myself, Scully, Paul Hunter, um, Gabba, Shopee, and a few more. We were heading home, and you, you know how the local police can be, or do you? No. No, no. I never had an encounter with the local police. <laughs> Tell us. Now, so we're heading back, God knows, like two, three, four in the morning, whatever time it is. And uh, Gary decides, hey, cops. So, of course, we're trying to behave well. Except Gary decides to run over and grab one of their hats and put it on. <laughs> oh, no. So, of course, he's running good. backwards down the alleyway going, hey, you got your hat, I got your hat. So we're like, so <laughs> they're like, oh, just give me the hat back. And he's like, no, come get it. And we're like, oh, God, are you for real? So they start chasing us. We're running our asses off through those back alleys ways trying to get back to the ship. Because as you know, once you get to the ship, you're safe. You know, it's all good. So we managed to tear down those short little lanes, narrow little lanes, jump onto the gangway, back up onto the ship. And, you know, the, the, cop, or the cops are at the bottom saying, no, just, just, just come down and give me my hat. We're all good. We, we're not mad. And we're like, I don't think so. Of course, John, I think it was John Scullion at the time. He's called to the gangway and, you know, the uh, Filipino security is all there. And they're like, don't go down. So, of course, Gary's like, I just want to bring him back his hat. He's like, don't go down. <laughs> he goes, they're going to kick your ass. So uh, he just threw the hat across across the gangway and those guys they were they were pissed pissed as hell oh man yeah. i would be yeah that's pretty crazy that's a really crazy thing to do in san juan no, so a- so let, let me ask you mark before uh, uh, other than the x um um do you hook up with any other passengers and where is the strangest place that you've done it on the ship oh we're not allowed to hook up with passengers no 
<laughs> okay. No, I didn't yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, no, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, I did on a number of occasions. Number of passengers, number of locations? Yes. Okay. Passenger cabins. I don't know if you know, on deck three up front, there was a carpet storage room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Scott forgot about where, that. Scott knows where that is. Yeah. That's yeah. Where, he, where he does all his carpet shopping. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. Just don't use the, the, the crunchy carpet. Oh. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, well, there was there. There was a couple of strange places, not on the ship, if I can shout them out that, sure, that fountain sure. again that we talked about in san juan mm. square so be careful oh, wow. in the water there too but um also coco k right on the passenger beach in the shallow oh. water okay passenger beach we used to go around the backside. it's actually even though it's it's a um you know perfect day at coco k and stuff the we called it dancer um dancer beach because we would walk all the way around back onto the backside of the island. And it's still the, o- the only place on the island now that's got, it's all trees and stuff, but we'd go all yeah. the way back around there. And uh, so, you know, we would, you know, meet up with people that we knew over there. Hey man, uh, I think that's all we got for today, Mark, but I uh, mean, that was, that was, uh, that was great. This is the first time we had anybody from the photography department. It was second super- time. I think you had, um, oh, what's his name uh, from South, South Africa. Yeah. Gerhard Udenbeard. Oh, that's right. South Africa. Awesome. Well, second time. Well, man, it was great. And we appreciate you being on here. We had a lot of fun. I, I hope you did. It was it was fun reminiscing. It was, like you say, so much. Too many stories. You'd have to sit down for a weekend over a barrel of beer and enjoy it. Thank no you. Problem, guys. Thanks for coming on. Take care. Appreciate it. Be well. Yeah, Thank you from sunny New uh, Jersey. Not New Jersey. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Bye. Well, cool. Uh, that was cool. That was interesting. Have, that was good. That's going to be some yeah. good stories. Hey, everyone. The ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast and video, please visit our YouTube channel, My Ship Story. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram as My Ship Story. Don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you like, you can email us your story for us to read on the air. Email us at myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. That's myshipstorypodcast at yahoo.com. Goodbye for now and be sure to tune in next week, same time, as we'll have a new podcast every Monday. Bon voyage!